0: Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed.
1: Are you, like Newcastle United, one of those who all you do is win? Every single day, no matter what? Well, if you want to win at running your own business, it's time to draft Shopify as your all-in-one commerce platform. Forget the off-season work. Shopify makes it simple to sell to anyone from anywhere. Whether you're selling warm-ups or wall hangers, it's time to start selling with Shopify and join the platform simplifying commerce for millions of businesses worldwide. With Shopify, you'll customise your online store to your brand, discover new customers and build the relationships that create die-hard fans. Shopify fields all the sales channels to grow a winning business, from an in-person POS system to an all-in-one e-commerce platform, even across social media platforms like TikTok, Facebook and Instagram. And thanks to 24-7 support and free on-demand business courses, Shopify is on your team every step of the way. It's how every minute new sellers around the world score their first sale with Shopify, and you can too. Shopify is the secret to becoming a business champion by making it simple for anyone to sell their products anywhere, taking the guesswork out of selling. When you're ready to take your winning ideas into the world, team up with Shopify, the commerce platform powering millions of businesses down the street and around the globe. Try out Shopify for free today and start selling anywhere. This is a possibility, powered by Shopify. Sign up for a free trial at shopify.com slash truefaith, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash truefaith to start selling online today. That's shopify.com slash truefaith.
2: It's the True Faith Newcastle United podcast I'm Alex. I have Mick, Martin, Cy and Charlotte with me and today we're going to talk about our expectations for season 23-24 which is now only just over a month away. Very exciting that it is. We're on Patreon of course. It's between 3 and £8 a month. If you like what we do on these podcasts come and join us as we build up to the new season. It's going to be absolutely class the whole thing. would love to have you along with us today's pod we're going to talk in particular about what we think Newcastle look like next season in terms of the league in terms of the Champions League domestic cups how they all work with one another and what we think will happen and why uh, Mick since you're the guest today I think I'm going to start with you first heading into the new season what's a good league finish for Newcastle United for you
3: uh, well for me I think um, top six I think I would I'd be satisfied with that Um Alongside a few other things, like I would like us to get out of the uh, group stages of the Champions League, and um, uh, and win a cup. That's a good season for me. So, so what,
2: I'm not saying I disagree with you. I'll, I'll say what I do later. But what I will say is, if if Newcastle finish sixth next season, you're still saying it's good, and I think I think that's probably going to be a view shared by a lot of fans. But twenty years it took Newcastle to get back in the Champions League. Last time they did it, do you think it would be an issue for players, owner, manager if we were to do worse than last season, league-wise, considering the non-stop good news for trajectory that we've been on since the new owners came in?
3: Not really, because I think it's a long-term project. So I think under Freddie Shepherd and John Hall, if you if you took a step back at all, it was a disaster. But uh, because it was like you know one. one one shot at the coconut shy. I think that was the the way it with the club was. But so nowadays it's a completely different animal. That there, there's more, far more confidence that our rise is just inevitable. And if we took, you know, if we finished two places behind where we did last season, I don't think it would be a problem. I think if we went out of the FA Cup in the third round and we went out the League Cup in the first uh, hurdle and we didn't get out the Champions League, I think then. You know the 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 group stages. Then I think, you know, people might think, well, we've spent this money on additional players to finish less than where where we were. Um, So I don't I don't think finishing sixth on its own is how we should look at the season. It's how we do in all of the competitions.
2: Fair enough that that makes sense. And do you have a preference of which cup competition?
3: Well, I'd love to win the FA Cup um, mainly because I grew up hearing so much about winning it three times in the 1950s so it would be it's the more senior of the domestic competitions isn't it but um I'll, I, I think I'd take anything I'd take the intertoto cup <laughs> at, the, <laughs> at, the, at the moment I'd definitely the seller cup if we've got to win that haven't we on home ground um but no seriously I think the um uh, the FA Cup would would just be wonderful for this for the supporters in the uh, in the city and the new owners, you know, who've done haven't put a foot wrong since they've been here. So then, same questions, please.
4: Yeah, I'm not far from from where Mick's answer was. I think getting back in the top four is possible, but will will be more of a challenge with all those extra um cup games, because I think there's no excuse this season not to take all of those uh, other competitions seriously. Uh, we shouldn't be getting knocked out of the FA Cup in the third round to anybody, <laughs> let alone League <laughs> One sides. So, you know, we should be getting far in that cup. We should be getting far in the League Cup. And I think we've got the squad depth and quality to do that. Um, and I think for the Champions League, for me, it's just about not embarrassing ourselves. If we can get through the group stage, great. That'll be excellent. If we get, if we drop into the Europa League, not the end of the world. Um, I think just not getting embarrassed, not finishing bottom of a group. Even if we get a really difficult group, we've got to make a name for ourselves on that stage. And if you do that, the question you just asked Mick about whether dropping out the top four for a season would be a bad thing. Um, becomes less of an issue for players as long as we're competing and we're, we've kind of let everyone know that we're part of that crowd now. Um, teams will drop in and out the top four. You know, it's happened to Arsenal. It's happened to Man U over the years. We're not Man City yet. We're going to be one of those other five or six clubs that can get in and out the Champions League, Spurs as well, Chelsea. Um, three of those 6 we'll miss out each year and we, we, we might be one of them on a couple of occasions. But um, as long as we remain in that pack and then continue to improve in all the other competitions, I'm okay with that and I think that's what the club probably sets as its targets, albeit sustained Champions League football is probably the the main goal, but I think that's a big challenge um, and I don't think we need to hang our hats on that being the target. I think top six, better in all the cups and win something, for fuck's sake, win something. What
2: do you think about the Champions League, side? What what's a good season in the Champions League for Newcastle?
4: I mean, playing in it's all, all, <laughs> it's going to be brilliant, obviously. But yeah, I think I think um, getting past the group stage, most decent teams get past the group stage, unless you get a really really stinking group. Because we will have a you know a challenging draw. We will be the lowest seeds. So we'll get two top seeds in a one team that we probably think that we're better than. Um, you know, if we get a, a Bayern Munich Madrid group, then we, we're really struggling. But um, yeah, at, at that stage, you're thinking, can we get ourselves into the Euro Cup uh, Europa League and win it?
2: A lot of football to be played this season, according to si, which which we would love and and fair enough. Charlotte, your thoughts?
1: I err on a slightly different side, I think. I think if we don't finish in the top four next season, I would be very upset. Um I think it's really important that it doesn't look like a fluke. It's not a fluke that we had a good season and we and I know. I don't think it was, to be clear. And I don't think any fan of Newcastle United will think that it was because you just had to look at how we finished the season previous. Alex, you said that we would finish in the top four because something would have to go wrong. Yes, there is a pack of, of teams, five or six teams, six teams really that are vying for those top four spaces and it might be harder. But what we're doing this summer is strengthening for it to be harder, for us uh, to play harder games, to um, diversify the way that we play. Um, to offer us options um, for both the starting eleven and and off the bench. So, I think if we, I, I I would, I want us to finish in the top four next season. I think that represents continued success in terms of the Champions League. And with Cy there, I think getting through the group stages that would be lovely. Um, I don't necessarily think we're going to win the Champions League next season. Stranger things have happened, maybe have they? I'm not sure, but Mm -hmm. I don't think that uh, that's not really kind of where my sights are and what I want us to be doing. And I agree with Mick that it is a long term project. But if you listen to the comments that the chairman made in that video when they said, did you expect to be where we are? I said, yeah. And so I think that there is an expectation from it is a long term project, but there's still high expectations. And I like high expectations. I like the pressure. I like all of that stuff. But and uh, and also a cup win. So, top four, a cup win, and like a decent run at the Champions League.
2: Really interesting answers for from all three of you. There's a couple of things which I w- will be fascinated to see the reaction to. Um, so, just to start off with, I look at Arsenal last season, because I, I actually hope and think Newcastle will finish closer to the top two next season than they did this season. Uh, the re- the main reasons for that being, I look at what we did last season and we're like, we left a hell of a lot of points out there. Very few games were played badly, very few games you thought the opposition were far superior to us. I'd probably say three maybe, and that was Brighton away where we drew, Villa away where we deservedly got beaten, maybe Arsenal at home. It could have been different on the day, but overall I thought Arsenal deserved the win. That's only three games across the season. And other teams are going to get better, but we're also going to get better. It's mm. another it's another pre-season under Eddie Howe. They're in today, which is Sunday. Um, you know, working on a Sunday. Don't know how, how the rates of pay work for that, for the lads, <laughs> whether uh, it's time and a half or not. <laughs> but but ultimately, like you just said, Charlotte, I feel like everything at the club is now geared towards getting better. Mm. And I think, I feel like if we finished, for example, sixth, it would be a step backwards. Now, that doesn't mean just because we want to do something, we can do it. The, the points that... Mick and Simake in particular are valid. I look at Arsenal last season as a team who went from fifth to almost first, so it can be done. I look at how they did that. Mikel Arteta very clearly and very publicly just had to give up on both domestic cups. They just they just gave up. They put out teams that weren't weren't capable of of winning. They 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 went out the first opportunity both times. And I think a lot of Arsenal fans saw that as a Necessary evil to achieve what they wanted to achieve. Now I don't want Newcastle United to do that, and if I'm stood in the way into Hillsborough again in the third round, <laughs> watching a similar performance from a similar team, I'll be as angry as I was then. So I'm not trying to make the case that we should do that. I'm just trying to think how can Newcastle United achieve their objectives, and it's, this is the, the reason we're having this conversation. It's so interesting to hear Mick and Cy, um and Dan, you should all talk Thank about you. winning domestic cup. It just see. I hope we're right, but it just seems like a massive stretch.
1: But don't you think that is one of the objectives? You know, we've seen that picture of whoever going into the training ground and we have not won a domestic trophy in X years. That is on the wall as you walk in. Unless we're rowing back from that, which we might, you know, you you reevaluate, you you, you as a as an organization you reevaluate, you've set goals for the new it's not calendar year but you know what I mean, set set goals for this new season maybe the domestic cup is no longer sort of because we've hit this champions league sort of bit maybe that it has fallen away but i i, I still think that that's a that is an objective of the of the club
4: yeah look look at who wins the domestic cups man like you, you win the domestic cups if you finish in the top 4 if you if you're doing well in europe you don't win a domestic cup if you if that affects your league form it doesn't work like that so you, you win domestic cups when you can get to the final because you're already good enough to be in that top 3 4 so i think it goes hand-in-hand hand with the ambitions we're talking about, really.
2: I agree, <laughs> and I think your what you've just said supports my point, probably, though, because when Man City go to MK Dons in the fourth round of the FA Cup, they make nine changes, and they've still got a team that probably costs more than Newcastle's first team in the pitch. We go with, well, last season. I don't know how it looked this season. There's still to, to, stuff to do in the transfer window, but we'll, we'll go with Javier Manquillo, went with Chris Wood, We'll go with you, you. Know what I am getting yes, at? Yeah. That that that's that's the difference. And hey, I agree with you, Charlotte. I think that they will be motivated to win a cup. But just the, just talking through your answers, Sai, you are talking about getting through to the Europa League or winning the Europa League. Um, what's that? Including the Champions League, is that thirteen games as an initial thirteen games on top of thirty eight? If you are going to get to a domestic cup final, is that an additional seven? Mm-hmm. So all of a sudden, we're talking about. Um, so what would that be? 40, 48, uh, fifty what, you're talking about a 60 game season Which is, which is a lot of games And do Newcastle United have the squad To be able to think actually we're going to attack All of these fronts on an equal foot? And At the minute I would say realistically no But I'd, I'd love to be wrong I don't want it to be like that I just think that And we're going to talk about this in part 2 of the show I just feel like the Champions League and the Premier League Are going to be all consuming I hope I'm wrong Tell me I'm wrong someone I don't know like,
3: I think you're wrong <laughs> also, I think I think you're you're right and you're wrong. Obviously, it's just an opinion, so it can't be right or wrong. But in in my opinion, in my opinion, you don't get to choose. So you know the draw might come out for the for the um, Carabao Cup um, or League Cup for all timers like me. Is that is kind of we might get Man United away mm-hmm. and then you're out straight away, or we might in the FA Cup we might get Man City away and you're out. So sometimes you've just got to take the opportunities as they present themselves like like last year with the Carabao Cup we never really played a tough team until we got to the final mm. so you know that that was a that was a good run and it was the same in 98 and 99 we had a lovely run to the fact fi- to both finals and then we played the best teams in in the country uh, and in Man United's case in Europe at that time so you've just got to take the opportunities as the as they present themselves to you so I, I wouldn't get kind of hung up I'm certainly not hung up on kind of which one we go for I just think that the support and everything we need a cup to get that monkey off her off her back that Charlotte refers to the sign at the training ground etc um but also the, the the whole place the whole entity of Newcastle United deserves it plus we'll all be living on the town more for a month feral <laughs> won't we so that you know if that if that if that happens
2: Nice one. We'll leave it there then for part one. We're going to come back to you after these adverts. If you don't want to see these adverts on these free podcasts, it's only £3 a month on our Patreon platform to get them
0: ad-free back after these. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data,
2: So I'd like to develop this uh, conversation and talk about the Champions League in particular. You've all talked a little bit about what you're ideally hoping for from, uh, from the competition. But Mick, I'll start with you because you're probably best placed among us to talk about how Champions League seasons affected league seasons previously for Newcastle United. So I want you to touch on that. But my question for you is, what's more important this season for you, the Champions League or the league?
3: Oh, it's the league. Um, you know, if so, I take the point about if we can finish in the top four again, then we should. Um, and your point is is really good about Arsenal um, last season and how they went from fifth to you know almost winning the league. Let's let's uh, be fair to them; they, they they really had a had a good show of it. They're really great points. So we're fourth. Um, so could we have a go at it? Why not? Um, you know, I thought Arsenal was a surprise last season and how well they how well they did and Liverpool were a bit of a disappointment in how poorly they did maybe you could swap those positions around at the start of the season so for me it's always the the Premier League and yeah uh, is your bread and butter and and we have to we have to have a go at that but that's not to say the Champions League isn't important it's it's really really important and and I actually uh, regardless of the draw I think we will get out the group stages I I, I really do I think I think something that stuck in my mind from Craig Hope's comment at the uh, last event, uh, True Faith event at the at the stand when he said he watched Inter Milan play AC Milan in the semi-finals uh, at the San Siro, and he thought Newcastle United were better than both of those sides. Then I thought like, I kind of nearly fainted. <laughs> yeah, you know, I, uh, I respect Craig's op- opinion greatly, and um, and for him to come out with a statement like that, I thought. Hang on, am I hallucinating here? But you know, he maybe he's got a really great point. He was at the game. He watched them. He knows the players, and he watches Newcastle United week in and week out. So if they can get to the semi-final and then they obviously get to the final, then maybe we shouldn't be as humble as we kind of attempted to attempted to be on a on occasion. Um, I did hear somebody saying, I forgetting who said it. I think it might have been Mark who said it to Simon on the on the uh, last uh, pod don't respect the competition um don't be fearful of it go out go at it and attack it you know and and I actually think that's the only way we know how to play so um long story short the Le- the Premier League your domestic competition is everything for me and Europe is a cherry on the cake but that cherry can get Bigger and bigger and bigger for Newcastle United, and Eden. we shouldn't fear it. We should go into that competition with loads of confidence. The players we've got, look, the players we're signing, you know, we're, and we're not finished yet. Thoughts? Any disagreement, agreement from you two?
1: No, I think I, I think that there's a, a generational divide here. On sure, let's say an No,
3: I'm not because <laughs> I actually, I'm
1: I'm with you, Mick. I I would rather focus on the league and requalify for Europe and and kick on in Europe year on year on year on year, but. I feel like the the younger generation of fans, and we got this when we were talking, do you remember when we were talking about the cup being in the cup final last season, what matters more, like finishing in a Champions League slot, or like slot, sure, Or, or winning this cup. And there was a real divide. Like my dad's sort of age, and actually me, I would rather we win a cup. And then younger sort of fans are like, no, I want us to be in Europe. I want European football. So I think that the answer to that question is going to be, is really going to depend on kind of the age of the answerer. <laughs> um, I would rather we focus on the league, I think we'll do well in the Champions League. It's not to say, it's also not to say focus on the league and just let the Champions League fall by the wayside. We're not signing players like Sandro Tonali to let the Champions League fall by the wayside. We want to give this a good go. Eddie Howe's never been in the Champions League before, this is a big, big moment for him. So, I think that that's important, but. I I want us to kind of if we're if we're leaning one way, it's for me it's the league.
4: Well, Charlotte, I'm I'm one of the younger generation. You <laughs> and, um, I, I actually would prefer us to win a trophy um, because I don't know it just feels like uh, something we need to do r- quick, more quickly, uh, more quickly, quicker, sooner rather than later. Sooner yeah. than later. That's what I'm trying to get you. Uh, we don't want to be a Spurs. We don't want to be this kind of like oh, they've, what have they done? They've never won a trophy. We want to be Newcastle. Right, they've won a trophy. What else are they going to do next? Um, and I think that could, it's not going to be the Champions League. I don't think we're going to win the Champions League this year. Although those comments from Craig did uh, did buoy <laughs> my um, thoughts on how far we might get. Um, because it is really weird. Uh, there are all these like um, leagues around Europe that just aren't as strong as the Premier League. So even finishing fourth in the Premier League, you're already expected to do quite well. Unless you get a group of horror, which could happen. Like you say, you can't choose that. You've just got to play what you come up against. But my last memory of the Champions League... Um, from 2003 I've got minimal memories from that age but I went to all the all the home games and I, I remember them feeling like league games it's not like the FA Cup or the League Cup or any other type of European you know even the Europa League under Pardew those games had a very exhibitiony feel until we got to the latter stages whereas every single Champions League game is competitive it's the kind of football that Eddie Howe likes it's the kind of football that Eddie Howe's good at where it's got to be intense and I think I think we'll um we'll revel in that and do really well in the Champions League games because they are intense there's no kind of we struggled in some of those cup games last season because they're a bit tippy-tappy. It was a bit, was a bit slower. And um, we struggle in games against sides that are trying to slow the game down. Champions League's not like that from, from most of the football you see in the Champions League. It's intense, it's quick, it's it's high quality. And I think that's starting to suit us as a side. So I think we'll um we'll, we'll do really well. And like I said before, it's it's quite important that we don't just um become bottom of our group and kind of think, well, what was the point of qualifying? Mm. You qualify for the Champions League so you can p- compete in Europe. You want to compete and go, go as far as you can. So it is important. Um, but w- winning a trophy for me is probably, probably top priority this season.
2: It really is. Interesting from everyone. And, you know, all of these conversations we're having, like you've all said, I think it doesn't have to be either or. It won't be an either or in the mind of the players and the manager and the club is do as well as you possibly can. There is there is a one thing which is massively Newcastle's favour. Um, with the Champions League And that's the fixtures that follow our first Champions League fixtures So we're incredibly fortunate that Directly after a Champions League game We have Sheffield United, Burnley Palace um, Wolves, Bournemouth Man United and Fulham And Man United's at home and Fulham's at home So in terms of being able to hand-pick games After the potential um, you know, Exhausting highs or lows Of Champions League football home and away And this this happened after The uh, latter stages of the Carling Cup last season Carabao Cup last season oh. Where um, Milk cup, <laughs> where you know people accuse Newcastle rightly or wrongly of being emotionally tired. The Fulham game after the Leicester game we didn't play well. Um, I don't think we had a fixture in between Southampton games, but the game after the semi final didn't go great. And people said, Oh, look, they're tired, there's a they've left out there. Well, that's not going to fly this season because you got six okay. group games and then hopefully more. So those fixtures help us really well. But I think in terms of um, you know what is a priority, Mick. I think I think you're correct. The the league is the priority because ultimately, that's what Eddie Howe will be judged on. If, if Newcastle get to the semi-finals of the Champions League and finish eighth, it's a disaster season. Uh, I but but then on the other side of things, I also feel Newcastle have done so well to attract some of the talent that they have to this football club. And I'm, I'm probably predominantly thinking here of um, Gromarej, Botman, Isak, and now Tanali and it feels a bit like you don't you don't entice these guys by saying uh, well we'll qualify for the Champions League and then it might take us a couple, couple more years to get in and we might have a good run and we might win a cup it'll be no no come and play for us we're going to be a force in English and Euro- European football um, you know a player like Bruno who's what 25 now is he 26 or what, he's one of the two 25 I think uh, um, you know he's only got three or four seasons at this at his peak so he doesn't want to be spending one season in fourth and a season back down in eighth and doing the Spurs and having no European football. And I also think to support the arguments that we've all made, because we're all right about everything, obviously, is that players want to win things. And that's one of the reasons both international football and domestic cups have long been written off by the football media in this country. And it's not correct because the players have kept those things going because it's important to footballers to win things Mm. um, and to play international football. And it's almost like the players have directed these things still being... Uh, important still being marketed on television because everyone just thought the leagues and the Champions League in particular would swallow everything up. Maybe that will still come, who knows? But I think footballers are incredibly precious about winning things, and I think you saw um, not just the Newcastle players who might not have had a chance to start a Wembley Cup final again, which Eddie Howe very kind of honestly referenced at the end of last year, but also the, the likes of Bruno, the likes of Isak were absolutely devastated as well because they want to win things. <laughs> it's a short career, Um Anything else then for you guys? I mean, I, supp- I suppose I should go around you again, Charlotte. How do you think we'll get on in the Champions League itself? Give us a prediction.
1: Um, I think we'll get out of the group stages, and we'll do sort of okay in that sort of next round. Round of, it's round of sixteen, isn't it? Is that? One? Yeah, that's again. Yeah.
2: Yeah, that's one that follows.
1: Um, I'm not sure. I think we'll probably we'll crash out around there. Not crash out.
2: Happy with that though
1: depending on how we're doing in the league and in any cup competition yeah like if if the league's looking good and we're storming it then fine let's just build on that and go back next year and and show them what we can do so but if not then no <laughs>
4: <laughs> yeah um i don't know Is a much difference between coming third in your group and dropping into the europa league and getting to the last 16 and dropping out i'd probably prefer the, the former because I think the Europa League is something that we could go and win and then get back in Europe that way. <laughs> um, I generally think that, that that's kind of the level we're at, Europe, Europa League finalists, you know, those kind of teams uh, in Europe. That said, we've got nothing to measure ourselves against European-wise yet. Um, we don't know how good we are in this competition. We don't know how good we are at juggling those midweek fixtures. Um, so it's, it's a tough one to call, and it really, really is down to the draw, as Mick says. It's a bit of a cop-out, but it, t- it really depends who's in our group, where those fixtures are um and how and how good those teams are it could go one way or another we could get very lucky and get a nice favorable group I think we'd get through a favorable group as I said before if we get like a a Barcelona Bayern Munich group it's going to be really really tough I don't think we'd embarrass ourselves I think we'd give every one of those teams a game because we give everyone a game but in that scenario finishing third would be the the the, the dream drop down into the Europa League um and then by that time you know um you've got your FA Cup started and you've got a few uh, different fronts you can still be battling on so it's going to be a really weird season where prioritys going to jump up and down, I think as, as the fixtures come, but yeah, I'd, I'd be more than happy with um, us finishing second or third in a group um, and, and not embarrassing ourselves, you know not, not taking any four nil five nils, not getting battered off any of these big teams, uh, and, and you know just performing the way we have done for, for a year and a half now.
1: I'm just going to jump quite in. We have a big team. We're, we're <laughs> a big team. And you said there, finishing third with the dream. Dare to dream, Si. <laughs> you're allowed to dream that we can win. I think... Um, i
4: I've focused on a very specific path to the Euro- Europa <laughs> League final. <laughs> you're obsessed <laughs> with Europa. <laughs> we're in
1: the Champions League. I think, you know, there's a reason you're in the Champions League. And yeah. that yes, there are some teams in there that are going to be harder games than other games. But I don't think that means we're really going to struggle. I, I just look at the team that we've had over the last season and a half, and I struggle to see how we can look at that and, and like cower, because we're, we're massive.
3: I've seen Newcastle beat Barcelona at St James's Park, and we beat them well. We beat them 3-2. We were 3-0 at one point, right? And the place was mental, <laughs> as you'd expect. <laughs> I've seen Newcastle United beat Juventus at St James's Park. We beat them one. We beat them one One of the best games I've ever been to. And before my time, slightly before my time, Newcastle United beat Inter Milan at St James's Park. So, it, and we beat Fiorentina at St James's Park when Fiorentina were a massive team and, and Rangers were who were a very very strong team in Europe. Won the Cup Winners' Cup a, a few years after after us. So, St James's Park will win home games for Newcastle United. Mm. The atmosphere will be unbelievable. There'll be people who walk out and they'll not realise what they've walked into. So, I hear this famous Anfield atmosphere, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> it's now compared to Newcastle. So, it, St James's Park will win us home games in the Champions League. On the flip side, Eddie Howe hasn't ever managed a game in Europe. So, the club is on a learning uh, uh, road, if you like. Um, a learning curve. Uh, we have got we have got that to think to think about, and a lot of teams who get to this point they have a false start in the cha- in the Champions League, so they might lose a game, and you might think what happened there. So there are all of these kind of conundrums. But I've got probably more faith in Eddie Howe than I've had in any Newcastle United manager going into going into a season, probably with the exception of of uh, Bobby Robson and uh, Rafa Benitez. So. Anything can happen, but on the big, big thing, I just think St James's Park is going to be mental. See, if we drew Bayern Munich or Real Madrid, and we've got that, we've got them at or AC, or AC Milan at at St. G, at St James's Park, the mood in the ground is just going to be like out on earth, and that will win us games.
2: Yeah, that that makes that makes a lot of sense. Uh, we're going to break now for for part three of the show, so we'll be back with you again after some.
1: Are you, like Newcastle United, one of those who all you do is win every single day, no matter what? Well, if you want to win at running your own business, it's time to draft Shopify as your all-in-one commerce platform. Forget the off-season work. Shopify makes it simple to sell to anyone from anywhere. Whether you're selling warm-ups or wall hangers, it's time to start selling with Shopify and join the platform simplifying commerce for millions of businesses worldwide. With Shopify, you'll customise your online store to your brand, discover new customers and build the relationships that create diehard fans. Shopify fields all the sales channels to grow a winning business, from an in-person POS system to an all-in-one e-commerce platform, even across social media platforms like TikTok, Facebook and Instagram. And thanks to 24-7 support and free on-demand business courses, Shopify is on your team every step of the way. It's how every minute new sellers around the world score their first sale with Shopify, and you can too. Shopify is the secret to becoming a business champion by making it simple for anyone to sell their products anywhere, taking the guesswork out of selling. When you're ready to take your winning ideas into the world, team up with Shopify, the commerce platform powering millions of businesses down the street and around the globe. Try out Shopify for free today and start selling anywhere. This is a possibility, powered by Shopify. Sign up for a free trial at shopify.com slash truefaith, or lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash truefaith to start selling online today. That's shopify.com slash truefaith.
2: Okay, part 3 of the show. Uh before we talk about the league and I'm going to make my case why I think Newcastle are going to win it, not really, but at least mm-hmm. be in with with a shout compared to maybe some of the sides in this in this race for the top 4. Uh we just need we should talk about transfers and and, and players that we still to think are coming. Now one bit of business at 70 million euros in Sandro Tonali seems absolutely massive. Newcastle have gone out and done what I think Eddie Howe really wanted them to do and that was improve the first team in quite a significant way. Si, your thoughts? What, what do you what do you think that Newcastle have to do uh, with the remainder of the transfer window to achieve the objectives you set them of finishing third in the Champions League group and
4: going in Europe? The, <laughs> the Euro dream, <laughs> yeah, yeah, third in that, fifth in the league, and uh, two <laughs> two domestic cup finals. Very specific. Um, yeah, I I think part of my reservation about how far we can go in the Champions League is is the is the unknown of of not just Eddie Howe in Europe, but of of many of those players. You know, the likes of Dan Burn, share. Are, are, are they're going to be a year older. Trippier is going to be a year older. Um, that defense is looking quite, quite old. Um, we need we need some some fresh legs and there's some depth in there because beyond Trippier, well, it looks like we're trying to buy a right back and I think we do need to buy a right back. Um, it seems that the reason for that is that Emil Craft is. They're either worried that he's never going to be fit again, or that he's just not not going to be it. It's not going to be the, the second choice to. To Trippier, um, despite the fact I thought he was looking really, really good in that half season he played when Trippier got injured, um, when when, he, when they kept us up. Uh, yeah, Dan Burn at left back, it's been brilliant, but it's not it's not elite football. It need, that needs to improve. I think uh, cover wise, centre halves, we, we don't have much at all. Burn can probably drop in at one of the centre half positions, but we really need a right sided centre half um, to to give share some backup. I don't think Lascelles is that in anything other than those early league cup games that you you alluded to dodds so defense now seems for me that what we need to improve which sounds mental because we had the best defense in the league but i really do think that that was down a lot to the fact that they pretty much played every game all of them and that might not be sustainable over a 50 to 60 game season so defenders definitely um harvey barnes would be a nice addition if not anyone who can just contribute more goals from from the the front three positions because uh, again callum wilson's another one who will be another year older um, whether or not his fitness and his uh, strike rate remains as high to, is to be seen. Miguel Almaron, we've talked a lot about whether he's um, got another t- double-figure season in him. So we need some more goals from the front. And that we need more goals from our existing players as well, by the way. We need more goals from midfield. But yeah, someone else who can contribute goals um, going forward. But for me, the defence now is the focus and making sure we've got the depth to compete in all those competitions. Interesting thoughts, Charlotte?
1: Yeah, it is interesting because you sort of think, oh, well, our defence was the best in the league last season, so what's the problem? We don't need to think about that. But actually, depth is a really important element here. And I know that there, you know, a lot of our players down the right-hand side, we have a very lopsided kind of way of playing because of that Dan Byrne question. So for me, it would, I would focus on that left-back. You can move Dan Byrne into the central defensive kind of position. And then Almiron, again sort of somebody on the right-hand side who can um shoot with both feet maybe that would be quite <laughs> nice. I don't want to dig out our players cuz we did so well last season but these are things we absolutely need. We need options, we need depth and we need um yep, we need elite talent. These are players who are a year older. I think that's a really good call outside. Armarrun's 29, nearly 30. Um Wilson's over 30. Um and what I like about the players that we are bringing in are that they're young tonali's 23 um around that age i think um botman's still quite young those are the players that are going to sort of be foundational or, or maybe we're not i think we're still building foundations even though we're in the champions league so those are the foundational players who you would assume are going to be with us for a long time and really building um a legacy here so um yeah, I think bringing in some some younger fresher legs, particularly on that left back and on that right hand sort of winger kind of position, for me is really important in terms of finishing higher up the table next season.
2: It's really hard, isn't it, to call these things because you you don't know the future. Because I'd say right now Newcastle United, as they are, um, are in prime position to get more points than they did last season. Assuming Barnes has come in, we've got Tenolian, and I'd like another centre back, mm. and I'd think, and I'd love a left back, but okay. Matt, they've got Matt Target, he's a, who's never actually let Newcastle down or played badly when he's when he's played for us. Um, but but football doesn't work like that because how can Newcastle? Um, how would Newcastle deal with four months without Bruno Gamares? How would they do with uh, six weeks of Sven Botman missing over Christmas and New Year? Would they be able to manage? Nick Pope being out for a significant amount of time, and I actually looked at last season and the total number of injuries uh, picked up across the season. Um, it, was, it was really strange results. The Athletic did an article just over a week ago about this, and Newcastle actually had the second most number of injuries in the Premier League to uh, Chelsea, who were miles in a way in first. But I suppose if you have one thousand footballers play <laughs> like, and only ten percent of them get injured, then you, you're going to win that league. However, that that seems like nonsense to me because Newcastle's best players played nearly the whole season. You had Bruno Gomara out for a bit. You had Alexander Maxwell with fitness issues, and then you had Callum Wilson at the start of the season also out for about six weeks, and then he kind of lost form later on in the season, wasn't injured as such. So that that doesn't that didn't correlate. And then you look at the players that actually spent a lot of the season out injured, and it was a lot of lads bizarrely below the first team. Um, so it was Emil Kraft, um, Paul Dummett. Jamal LaSales missed the end of the season. Carl Dollar was injured for ages last season. Uh, Matt Ritchie was injured at the start of the season for months. Matt Target was out for a long time and couldn't get back in the team. So, But perhaps a stroke of luck for Newcastle last season. They did suffer a lot of injuries across the squad, just not other players that that made that made the difference. And this is where Newcastle are vulnerable next season. And to, to move it on to, to, to the league, and, and I'm just going to push you all a little bit more to, to why you came to the opinions that you did about why Newcastle would finish in the top six or wouldn't finish second or finish sixth. And, and I'll give my views as well. We are more vulnerable than our rivals to injuries to key players. I think a Bruno Gamara's injury for Newcastle almost would, right now with the squad as it is, would kill uh, Champions League. If he breaks his leg next season, obviously I hope it doesn't, the, 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 you'd think that Newcastle are just not quite there yet to be able to cope with the loss of such a talent, um, even with the signing of Tanali because I think Bruno missed six or seven games for Newcastle last season with 1-0 mm. in the Premier League, uh, which is pretty damning. Um, I think Alexander Risack now is starting to kind of um, have that kind of importance to the team mm. when he's played through the middle. Newcastle are almost unbeatable. Mm. Uh, that's how good his form has been since he signed and he's played as a central striker. We've already lost a game. So what I'm going to say now is very much caveated with that, that we once again need to have a very good season. And talking about Arsenal, looking at that, league table of total number of injuries for the season, Arsenal were bottom with only 22 injuries for the whole of last season. Um, and that, that tells its own story, doesn't it? And again, we'll come back to Mikel Arteta, who, who, who don't get me wrong, was roundly criticised by some Arsenal fans for not taking the domestic cup more seriously. Roundly criticised. Probably for good reasons, reasons that we would do the same thing. Eddie Howe, when he put that team out at Sheffield Wednesday, despite not getting the same level of criticism, though we got some is ultimately making a choice. He put a team out that he thought should win the game, but it didn't. And Newcastle had a lot of good players who who didn't play. No, Alexander, started that game, come back from injury. Next season, and what I'm about to talk about in terms of trying to push the top two, is dependent on a lot of those things and make you call earlier. Uh, Newcastle could reach both domestic cup finals next season and not play a team from the Premier League. It, it, it can happen, it has happened before. I think inside that football club right now, I think there's, there's a realism but I also think there is a, an absolute desire to be as competitive as possible in every single area. And I think even more than maybe at boardroom level, I think Eddie Howe and the coaching staff, they aren't taking a step back. They think Man City last season, we played you twice, but we could and maybe should have won both games. Mm. We played Arsenal, we did very well against them down there. Arsenal lost their heads at how well Newcastle did at their place to the extent they basically came and played a horrible game of football at our place, which is absolutely their right to do. I've got no issue with that, but the double standards were were incredible. I just don't think Newcastle are looking at either of those teams or they're looking at Spurs or Liverpool even and thinking, we're scared of you. We think you're going to... We got lucky last season. You, 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 had, a, you had a season off. Um, we'll do well just to kind of be in the same conversation. Ultimately, Newcastle lost to Liverpool twice last season and finished four points ahead of them. I, I think Newcastle will finish closer to the top two than they did this season. I'm not, I don't think we're going to finish above them necessarily. Manchester City are going to be very interesting because of the um, the motivation factor. They've achieved everything there is to achieve now in the game. Are they going to be able to t- hit the incredible heights they have done while trying to chase that? But I also think this is why a player like is, is is so interesting to me. Newcastle's issue last season really was against the top two and, and Liverpool where they didn't win a game against and Man City Arsenal Liverpool didn't win a game against those three teams um and there's you know plenty of points to play for that but they also didn't do great against some of the teams at the bottom didn't beat Leeds United mm-hmm. uh, who were a very poor side and went and quite rightly went down um didn't beat Bournemouth in the league and Bournemouth had a good season but but a lot of good teams put Bournemouth away I think that Harvey Barnes might might help that a little bit. But ultimately, it's not like Newcastle have got a lot to do to fix any wrongs of last season. Because most of last season was perfect. Most of it was right. There isn't actually a great deal of work to do. I think, okay, what, do we get 70 points this season? How do we get the 78? How do we push it to 80? It's only two or three draws uh, turned into wins. Mm. And yeah, you have to keep your levels incredibly high to be able to do that. But ultimately, that is what Newcastle United is now geared to do on and off the pitch. It's about high levels of performance and continuous improvement. And I just think that if it's possible, Newcastle are once again going to be uh, taken out the next season. Because no one thought... You you were in February, March this year, and very, very well-paid people in football media were saying Newcastle got no chance. Actually, no chance of finishing the top four. And this is the thing about Eddie Howe, never being a manager of a Champions League side Well, he'd never been a manager of a team chasing Champions League football before and he managed that pretty well. So there's my dose of positivity. Mm-hmm. Who wants to tell me I'm wrong?
1: Well, I sort of want to stand up and applaud, to be honest. <laughs> 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 um, it's like, I think, was it George once said, he, you did just a sort of monologue a little bit like this and he's like, I'd follow you into battle. I'm sure he said that on one of our stand things and that's how I feel right now. Um, I will jump in. I agree with you. I think... What those teams, your Liverpools and Chelsea's, et cetera, at Spurs, are telling themselves is that it was a fluke for Newcastle, they won't be as good next season, That's Um not, so don't worry about it, Newcastle. Yes, they've got money, but it's not everything, blah, blah, blah. But I think you just have to look at the statistics of it. You just have to look at, to your point, a couple of those draws turned into wins and we're already pushing into third, second. And I think that we are going to do that I think those are things that Eddie Howe and and his coaching staff and his statisticians who are looking at this stuff the injury record the impact there will be there will be a full impact assessment of losing Bruno for four games of losing Bruno for six games like this is the level to which that they do work these days so in football so I I, I think those things are things that they will be working on and thinking about and mitigating and I agree with you i i you could have really said anything in in, in that way there, I think, and I would probably have agreed <laughs> with you, but I do agree with you. I think we have put into place such strong again foundations that we're just going to build something very um sturdy here and and long term
4: sorry Mike, Then shall, shall I be a bit more negative to try and balance things out you, 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 so you. you've got to because I you think
2: because you've got this Europa League, thing, but you also <laughs> said that fifth would be good. So,
4: Yeah, I, I certainly don't think we we're going to fall off a cliff. And what I can do like a West Ham and finish in the bottom half mm. after such a good season, I think we will be up up and in amongst it, but I think a lot of things still have to go right for us. The injuries is a massive thing, obviously, um, but we've covered that. I just think the form of certain players, the form of um, Dan Byrne, Sean Longstaff, uh, Miggy, uh, the, these are players that are still going to have to contribute at similar levels to what they did last season for us to get the same results. Um, obviously, there's, there's Longstaff kind of,
2: has been... And this is the thing where they've, they've they've looked at long staff and they've thought, we need better. And they've gone and got yeah. better.
4: Yeah, yeah, okay. But he's still going to play a, a significant yeah. amount of football in a, in a 60-game season. Um, the, the Those players, you know, Jake, Jacob Murphy. Um, but Callum Wilson, we're still we're going to need him to score as many goals this season to to uh, have the same impact. Um, Isaac, well, no, no one's worried about the likes of Isaac Bruno Bottman and their ability to do it. But some of those players that... Eddie Howe has improved significantly and have been playing well above their levels throughout their entire careers. Can they keep that up for another season? That's an unanswered question. I think, I think we'll, we'll do our best and Eddie Howe will do his best to get what he can out of them. But we don't know if they've still got another season of playing at that level whilst also playing in the Champions League. Um, So that's one of the factors I think we we just don't know. Um, And we might, we might see games um, points dropped where we just, we're just not as good as we thought we were. Um, But then there's transfers to be done. So that could change things again. Um, i think on the plus side we haven't got a, a stupid world cup this season which really killed our momentum last november you know we, if we'd played five more games running at christmas i've said this before but i think we'd have won them all the way we were playing at that time uh we do seem to have a a massive not, not reliance but we're, we're a confidence momentum team when we get going we're very hard to beat but sometimes it takes us a little bit of time to get going what was it one win in seven or eight yeah, at the start seven. of last season um we need not to do that, obviously, but we could do that. Sometimes it does take us a while. It takes Eddie Howe and his coaching staff a bit of time to find the answer to a problem that, that presents itself, uh, but they always do find the answer. It's whether or not we we have any of those issues mid season because other teams are going to respect us even more. You know, we had that situation where teams like Bournemouth, like uh, Leeds, uh, like Crystal Palace, were coming to Newcastle, coming to St James's Park, terrified of us setting up shop for two banks of four and making it really difficult for us. And yeah, you're right. If we get in like a Harvey Barnes or, or equivalent, we might have a better chance of unlocking those games, but we might still drop points because teams are making it so difficult for us. Um, and that's something we're going to have to learn to deal with. We, we started to learn to deal with it last season and we saw what happened against some of those sides that once the game opened up, once we got that goal, we just dis- we destroyed them and punished them for doing that to <laughs> us. But um, some of those times it, t- it took a stroke of luck. Even first game of last season, Forrest it took Fabian Share to come up and ping one into... Into the top corner otherwise that game had nil-nil written all over it so there's a few things to overcome i think um which adding quality in terms of signings will help with um but i don't know just <laughs> it's it may be just my uh, natural negativity that's developed over the last 20 years there's something a lot of things still have to go right for us to hit those heights and for us to do what you guys are talking about and, and improving on last season whilst also playing in europe thoughts mate
3: well, I, I do think we are building a team to win the league. Um, I think all the players that have come in, um, or m- vast majority of the players that have arrived over the over the um, the last couple of windows, you know, yeah, yeah, Isak, uh, Gomares, uh, Botman, Tanoli, etc., etc., They they are they are Premier League winning players. So that's the that's the general direction that we're. Going in, the injuries is a massive one, um, and I got worried about a year ago at the start of the season when we seemed to be picking up muscle injuries uh, a lot. So, and then they stopped getting those, so something changed, didn't it? Mm. So, so there was there was something going on that uh, in that area. But I, I kind of keep coming back to this thing that the club is learning is on a learning curve. So the Carabao Cup thing last season, I, I think we we. Didn't win games because we were in the final. West Ham at home. I thought we should have beat them on any other day. Mm. We would have be, would have beaten them, but we were all excited. The you know the crowd was excited. The mm. whole community was excited about being at Wembley, and uh, you know and I, I read and cringed to be honest with bit about letters getting sent to the players on the morning of the game, and I thought, why are you doing that? Do you don't think they're up for it enough? <laughs> so there was there was all there was all of that kind of. There was all of that kind of stuff going on. We need to stop doing that and we need to kind of believe this is where we should be, not like we're kind of a bit country bumpkins having a day out in London. That's, sorry, <laughs> that's my kind of um, mis- miserable rant on it on, on about that. So we're on that. We need to have a different mindset uh, is my thing. Um, we'll need to experience things together. I think they've, the pain of losing at, the, at Wembley last season will come in handy. So mm-hmm. they'll not want that to happen again and they'll have learned things from it about the emotions and not getting too excited about about that kind of stuff and stopping playing. I've seen that happen in 1974, 98, 99, you know when we, we just switch off and everything's focused on Wembley and you can't switch off at that in elite sport. So uh, where where do I think they're going? General upward trend is definitely upward uh, And I've, but I, I'll come back, if we were to finish sixth but out the group stages and win a cup and blah 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 that's a really really great season given where we are in that journey because the season after that we might win the league you know we will win the league you know the season you know a season after next or the season after that we could be challenging for the title because things change pep guardiola is not going to be at man city f- forever some of their players de bruyne is over 30 kyle walker's over 30 33 now so there's dynamics change, and and we're just relentless in, t- in terms of how we're doing things. Commercially, we're getting stronger, blah, 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 blah. So general upward trajectory is a- extremely positive, um, but we're going to have a good season, whatever happens, in my opinion. A lovely way to end it. Thanks so much to you three for joining me today.
2: Thanks to everybody who's listened. We do have uh, a live show at the Stands Comedy Club coming up Thursday, 10th of August. Tickets. Not quite on sale at the time of recording, but keep an eye on, on True Faith social media this week, and the link will be there. Uh, tickets probably will go quite fast. The last two events have sold out, which is great, as we, uh, we're we going to preview on the night uh, a very exciting season. Uh, we're on Patreon. It's between 3 and £8 a month. If you like what we do on this podcast, come and join us. We'd be massively grateful to you. Speak to you all next week. Bye-bye.